Welcome. You're listening to another edition of Paid, where we share the path God has guided us in our everyday lives. Your host, Jessica, invites you to discover how God is working in your present day. Jessica with Paid. Welcome here today. We have Isaiah Skill, and he is an amazing drummer. Um, he, I have his website up right now, and I'm just going to name some people. Uh, Multi-Grammy winner Macy Gray. He recorded with them um, under the protection of Keith Harris from Black Eyed Peas, um, performing live with David Lee Ross and uh, Christian group Salvador Jazzy Velasquez. I'm going for that name. Um, but, and the list just goes on and on. He has such amazing um, track record and we're so blessed to have him on the show today. Hi, Isaiah. Hi, thanks for letting me be part of it. Well, I'm going to open the platform up to you to kind of share um, your story and how God has paved a path for you. Um, and it can be anything related to your drumming life or just anything in general. Yeah. Um, well, early on, um, I'm a product of a single mom uh, household, and I grew up with my grandparents. And um, very early on, my, my mom picked out, or she didn't pick it out. There was a, a Bible verse, and it was, it was a frame the, of an eagle. I, she, tells, she tells it way better than me. I'm like, I wasn't there. I don't know. But... Um, she was trying to figure out names and, and all, all this stuff. And um, in, in Mexico at that time, a single mom wasn't really, but, you know, accepted or, or something the family would, would struggle with. Um, and right away, my grandfather, who's like this Mexican macho man, um, totally softened his heart and i was like yeah we're, we're gonna do this and and we support you and uh he's gonna have our family name and just very um yeah very welcoming and 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 loving uh before even getting to know me and so that was huge and as my mom was picking out or going through names to figure out what what to name me? Um, she saw this the scripture um, on on a wall frame, um, <clears throat> and it was Isaiah's or Isaiah, sorry, forty one ten in Spanish, um, and that kind of stuck with her. And and she said when she read it, she got super emotional, um, and she felt a rumble in the tummy, and she knew it was me, and not you know, bad pains or anything. Um, so that's, that's kind of what, what has felt like the story through, through my life. Um, and, and it, it basically says, uh, don't be afraid for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you in my victorious right hand. And, um, it's throughout, I mean, I told you a little bit about my grandpa just kind of welcoming me before knowing what was up and um or what was allowed in, in that time i'm sorry but then throughout my life i've kind of seen that show up and it's been 
either with a father figure at a time where I needed it the most or a friend or an older brother or the things that I look back at now and think, oh man, I've missed out on this, you know, uh, uh, whatever it may be. I, I, I say that in the sense of, of having a dad present or something like that. Uh, but I didn't miss it at all because there's always a, a father figure present. Um, and then with, with the music and with all of the things that I've, I've been allowed to be a part of, it, it kind of stems from that, just, just not knowing what's going to happen or when things are going to happen. But then the right call comes through or, you know, like working with or doing Sean's podcast and, and getting to know him and then him introducing me to you and doors just kind of open up. And, and that's kind of been the story throughout, throughout my life, I feel like. And um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. When, when we discussed this, I, I thought of that verse and um, yeah, w- whether it's, you know, a mountaintop or a valley, just, just feeling like, okay, it's going to be okay. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know what's going to come of whatever opportunity is ahead, but something good will come. And it, it always does one way or another. Yeah. So was there one specific time that you really leaned into it and said, I need to focus on this? Um, where is my guidance? Yeah, I, uh, I moved out to LA and I ended up homeless out there. Um, I, I went out for, for music and things didn't quite work out. And a ton of people here in town were, were rooting for me and supporting and I didn't want to let anybody down. And so there, there were, I remember just parking at the beach and, and walking out and just totally lost in this it was a beautiful setting but it was there was so much torment in, inside of me like what's gonna happen um if i go back will i be looked at as a failure how am i gonna go back um all of these things and yeah there there that was the most recent thing that i can think of um and and one way or another, either life blows up or I have a talent of blowing things up sometimes <laughs> just just naturally. Um, but it doesn't fail that whether by my own doing, you know, like like going out there and, and trusting words from strangers, really, um, not not being proactive in the business side of things back then. Um, yeah, that, that was one that, that was tough. And I just saw, I just saw God through, through all that. It, during, you know, the time I would, I would either get sent money or a a hotel room booked for the night or whatever. There was always a blessing coming in totally unexpected. And during the, during the darkness. And so that, sorry, yeah, that was, that was one. 
Well, um, you said you had some words of strangers. Do you remember what they were? Uh, well, I, I meant like I took uh, someone at their word and moved out there. Yeah, yeah. But I, but it has happened where I do get words from strangers. Like you know, there's I see a light or something. I'm just like, what are you talking about? I, I just I feel all the dark. <laughs> So did your family know about your situation while you were out in L.A.? Um, my mom kind of became aware of it early on. <laughs> and I we talk all the time, but that was one time where, um, you know, I was 30 and, and I've got this. I, I know what I'm doing and had no idea. <laughs> so, yeah, she she got hip to to what was going on and and help every every way she could you know um but gosh i know that was that was tough for her to to be here and she takes well her and i take care of my grandparents um and yeah they're in their 80s and you know it wasn't like she could just book a plane ticket and and go to my rescue or something. Although I know she, she would in a heartbeat, but yeah, she, she got, she got word from me about it. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel comfortable talking about what got you to that point? Like what um, thoughts? Well, I, I think with, with the music industry, it, it's a lot of, um, there's either, there's a ton of accolades and how great things are and how awesome it, the opportunity is going to be or the polar opposite and and it's just how terrible this is and you know it's it's very rare and and now i think i'm i'm being more uh aware of things and being part of circles that are a little bit more stable and and not not so one or the other, but yeah, it was, it was believing that the next best thing was out there for me, believing that this was gonna catapult me into, I don't even know, I, I've never wanted to be like a rock star or anything, but I just love music and want to do it as much as I can in as stable and consistent uh, working environment as I can. And it just, felt like it seemed like LA was was the place at that time and now I look back and realize how what looked like a door that God was opening up for me was definitely me kind of pushing through <laughs> and and like seeing a tiniest little crack in a window and just squeezing see oh yeah this is my opportunity you know um very very um very clear now on that. So what was the turning point of you realizing that you were on the wrong path? Um, I think letting go, uh, letting go of what I felt success was, letting go of what I thought people were going to think of me, um, just letting go of the ego, but also a bit of that insecurity. And um, 
and just kind of surrendering, holding holding on to things with open palms. You know, it's just it it comes and goes, but it's always going to be okay. And and nothing nothing belongs to me, and and I'm kind of okay with that now. Um, but at the time back then, I just I wanted this opportunity. I wanted this on my resume. I wanted this as as a merit badge or, or like a validation of some some sort, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, just, just kind of giving giving that up. And, and I, I uh, battle with depression and, and anxiety. So it, it was coming to terms with what I was feeling, why I was feeling it, um, and, and just working on trying to find the root of it. And some sometimes it it feels awesome, and other times I'm like, oh, there it is. But um, it's kind of like dancing with with a shadow rather than trying to run away from it. It's always going to be attached. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how did you how did how did you get back on course? Um, well, I moved back home. <laughs> And that was that was huge, um, through also through just people was it, helping me. Was it your mom saying, "Hey, come home, we need to reset," or was it no. your realization that this is not yeah. working? Yeah, I um, I reached out to some friends who who I trust and love very much, and and they've had my back through a ton of stuff, and and just um, just kind of broke down. And I, I, I think that going, going to what, what changed that and what broke the, broke through was, was releasing that um, and just being honest, like, hey, I, it didn't work out like I planned. And I didn't, um, I didn't intend for this to happen, but this is where, where I'm at. And everyone was so sweet. And of course, you didn't intend for that to happen. No one plans on being homeless. You know, no one plans on all this stuff. So it it was very eye opening um, how speaking with the truth was um, freeing. And I just I keep reliving that in different situations where I'm thinking for for others. I'm really good at that. You know, thinking, thinking for others, and and I'll say, you know, it's none of my business what people think about me. But then something happens. I'm like, oh no, I can't let them think this about me. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Speaking, speaking with truth, and trusting that if someone's saying they they love me or they they care, then I can um, I can. I can accept that and receive that rather than, uh, oh, no, you probably don't. Or you only, uh, if you only knew what I was going through or what I've done, whatever. And and just being fortunate and, and blessed with friends that are just like, no, we love you. That's it. No strings attached. So. And that's amazing. That's amazing to have friends like that. So yeah. what happened when you came back? What- is that when your career started escalating or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I got back, I got back to Houston and, 
just started getting calls. Oh, we heard you were back in town, and I was I was trying to figure out what I was going to do for for work, and just here's this opportunity, and here's uh, working with uh, Jackie Velasquez was one of them. Um, they're they're out in Nashville, and a friend of mine at a church here called me saying that they needed uh, a sub for for some shows and got connected with with them and then that just kind of moved moved forward and snowballed from there um <clears throat> sorry i was right i was writing something okay. down remind me for yes. later um, it's all good. uh so what when you came back what um what what were your thoughts at that time um definitely battling that failure mentality you know like uh i should have known better or i should i should have had a better business you know had it in writing or something you know rather than just informal emails and texts but um, I, I, I just felt as much as I felt pain and a shame that shame that I had gone through that, put friends and family through worry because of that. Um, I felt this weird peace, and and that usually that happens a few times whenever I'm I'm in that in my head or, or feeling dark about something, um, there's there's kind of this peace um, through that. And, and that's what I felt when I got back home. And as things started kind of falling in, in place and, and doors started opening, um, the peace then turned into gratitude. And then that quickly turned into just joy, you know? Um, but very much aware of, of, of that feeling and, and trying to remember it as best I can so that when things don't go how I plan, or like I was saying, if I blow things up or if life blows up stuff for us, you know, um, it's remembering that piece and then thinking back, okay, I, I didn't have things together. I didn't have all all of this stuff worked out and, and a plan in place, but there's peace and, and there's always some sort of provision. Do you ever regret going out to LA? Um, no, because of friendships that I formed, but I just, I regret not being more informed. Um, I was, I was hanging out with, with a friend and um, as much as I'm like, oh yeah, I've got this sorted out and want to be, you know, a man's man, there's there's still stuff that I'm way too naive or what what he commented was like, oh, you're just, you're just innocent for, for an old dude. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. There's, there's things I'm not innocent about, but then there's other things where I just don't, don't think people mean uh, mean to be mean, you know, or, or selfish. I, I, I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and then 
sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But that's one one thing that I do wish I would have made more of an informed decision. Um, just because I, I didn't know the people. I just trusted that it was work and it was good and this was a working band and uh, yeah. So that's the only thing that I would I would be more aware of. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up. Um, why does Isaiah's 4110, why does that give you the strength to get through things? Because it, it's just so good. It, it's, it's with the depression, there's a lot of fear. Um, and, and so how, how wild that my mom picked this first and named me after, after it, um, because she was going through fear at, at that point in time, you know, and um, and God just kind of provided for her and, and for my family, for them to to have me, you know, and, and to give me a good life. And now for me, it's the, the same thing, you know, through the fear, through the worry, through whatever it, it is um, it, just just to have that reminder of peace and when I don't feel it, it's like oh well I swear my mom will just send me you know just the, not the whole scripture but just remember where your name came from like ah oh, okay you know it's so tough in the moment but I think that's why I hold on to it so um, it, it's 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 always going to work out and, and um, yeah, it, even if it's really, really hard, like God hasn't failed me yet. So. I well, do. thank you for coming on today. I'm so happy you shared your story with us and I hope yeah. it reaches out to someone in need and in time for them to listen to it and give them strength. Um, yeah. I hope so too. This has been another paid podcast. Join us next month. Thank you for joining us on today's path. To get an official paid shirt, go to paid.life. Be sure to follow and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And we look forward to you finding the path that God has laid for you.